Welcome back to We Are Live. How you doing? Chris Denman, live in St. Louis, Missouri. Grand Center is where our studio resides, midcoast.media, for more information. Uh, I got to tell you guys, this uh, upcoming Thursday, this Thursday, May 23rd, we are so proud to bring back the marvelous Mia Jackson. Oh, yeah. You know her from uh, her fantastic headlining performance as uh, we did the Lou Fest Redo comedy show. Mia Jackson this Thursday, Marvelous Mrs. Mia, Celebration of Women Comedy, starring Mia Jackson, featuring St. Louis and, uh, gosh, international favorite Libby Higgins and Sarah Perry. She's a very talented comedian in Chicago who is originally from the uh, Chesterfield area. Get your tickets online at Metro Ticks. Sold a bunch of tickets over the weekend, so uh, this baby will sell out. There's limited seats to the Cranberg Art Center Studio. That's a 501 North Grand, just south of, uh, excuse me, just north a few blocks of Slough, right by the Fox Theater. Come hang out with us. Tommy will take your ticket. It's an amazing venue. It is. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. So I'll be wearing a about suit. That. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Feel free to dress up. Uh, it's got a few nods to uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel in the, uh, in the evening. So we're pumped to have those three comics this year. Travis Rell joining us from Brooklyn, New York, inside the coveted P.F. Chang studio, uh, which we're very excited about. Uh, Gardner is here as well. Last hour, we had a bunch of fun. If you missed it, go back, download it on iTunes. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Not Travis, weird. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had some big sports news locally, but uh, I'm going to be selfish. Uh, one of my favorite football players and now humans ever, Chris Long, retires after, uh, what do you say, 11 years in the league, couple Super Bowls at the end of his career, weathered some of the worst football and worst I guess conditions in the dome that you could as a professional football player. He announced it on Twitter. If I may, Travis, may I read Mr. Long's Twitter announcement? Go for it. He sounds upset. Cheers. Been a hell of a journey. 11 years, and I can honestly say I put my soul <clears throat> into every minute of it. Highs and lows. I've seen them both, and I appreciate the perspective. Gratitude and love to those who lifted me up. You have a red solo cup cheersing what I assume to be the Montana skyline from uh, Chris's off-season residence. Travis, you're a big Chris Long fan. We've had him on the show. Ton of charity work, ton of very just interesting things that he's done. Uh, but just focusing on the football, uh, would you say he had ended up having like a storybook career? I, I look at that and I say, despite the hardships, he earned a ton of respect. He didn't technically necessarily live up to the stats that his draft status would have brought to the table, but uh, I think that's about as good of a career as you could possibly have, especially capping off with uh, two titles at the end. I think he's a guy that was always the consummate professional, always looked after his teammates, always had respect for the city that he was in. He was hardly ever controversial. The things that even he says now – uh, recently uh, is very you know diplomatic very civil he's never he was never the kind of guy that was me first he was um i mean he lived up to the long name and he was he wasn't uh, the most spectacular defensive end certainly uh considering where he was drafted but he was effective he spent a vast majority of his career at one of the worst organizations in all of professional sports. So that also had a lot to do with him not being able to be as successful on the field as I'm sure he wanted to be. But as you mentioned, he walks away with two Super Bowl rings 
And I think he's just one of those guys that's ultimately going to have a better career outside of football than he did on the field because not only of the humanitarian work that he does, he's just one of those personalities that gets it. He understands how social media works. Um, he can take care of himself, and he's a very smart guy, married to a St. Louis woman. Um, so, I mean, he has always showed love and respect to the city. And he's, I think there was a moment where he was in talks of being one of the minority owners of one of the, the principals to bring MLS to St. Louis. So he's always cared about this community. And I think it says a lot about St. Louisans, prominent ones that reached out to congratulate his career. And you didn't hear much. I don't know if you've even officially heard anything from the Rams organization about what he's contributed. I know as of late afternoon, yesterday, I hadn't seen them tweet out a message or send out a statement congratulating Chris Long and his career, uh, which is typical Rams. But the guy gave a lot here to St. Louis, and I certainly appreciate who he is as a humanitarian. Travis, I did take note of that, too, from the Rams, and I just checked their account 21 hours ago. They had put something up now. Um, they have something up now. Yeah, just a few pictures and a great player plus an even better person. Thank you, Chris Long, for all you did in the horns on plus off the field. Cheers to an incredible career. And that Do we feel like they were goaded? The message. Do we feel like they were pressured into that a little bit? Like after, after a bunch of people like, hey, jackasses, this guy – gave a lot to you and was a big part of uh, your history. Do you, or do you think they're just like, they're just a little slow to the uptake? Not everybody tweets right away. I mean, it's, it's, football, no, right? they, they were, yeah. So they're off season. So maybe they were just like, oh, we should probably, so they're on vacation. So like when you're on vacation, you gotta get this stuff a little. They set down the Mai Tai. That yeah. works, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's picturing their social media team out partying in, uh, in Cabo San Lucas. They're like, oh, hey, hey, long retired. I'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I was you, Tommy. And also, oh. like 280 characters, you did what you could. Hmm. Uh, Maybe they wanted I to think write it is. I think, I think Kroenke has made it very clear to everyone within the Rams organization that they don't want any ties to St. Louis whatsoever. So that I think was a conscious effort to not to be the first ones out to acknowledge that we were the team that cut him once we arrived in LA. I mean, and they made no mention of St. Louis in their, in their, um, in their post. And even on the pictures they have, they make sure to have the hashtag LA Rams in it. Maybe Kroenke tried killing it. Maybe he's the problem. Oh, oh I mean, well, Tommy, yeah, the, he's a problem. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a, he, is a, he is a big old turd and a very small punch bowl. I'll say that. He's, uh, <laughs> I would also say, too, that was surprising because I was just thinking, like, when they moved out there, I was like, man, this sucks because now the world gets to see how great Chris Long is, and he's going to remember, be remembered as this amazing Los Angeles personality with, uh, mm-hmm. with his father, who is a, a, a Hall of Famer himself nope. who played for the Raiders. No, they cut him. <laughs> Yeah. Which, which actually played to his favor, obviously, and played yeah. to his uh, career. How about this, guys? Uh, 92360000 around that for uh, career earnings in 11 seasons. Yeah, and he didn't keep all of that. So No, gave a lot away to, uh, what was it, his full and last he, couple of years, he just donated to, to education funds or schools in his hometown, right? Well, well there are a couple too. of instances. Yeah, he did in St. Louis, of course, and... Uh, after Charlottesville, of course, he went to the University of Virginia. And so he certainly 
I had spent time there, grew up in, in that area. So he wanted to let the world know that there's more to Charlottesville than, you know, angry white men and khakis and tiki torches. And to his credit, he did donate, uh, I believe, his salary, his entire salary one year to college funds for kids coming out of the Charlottesville area. He's also one of those few rare white athlete allies that supported teammates who were out front kneeling, um, who wanted to express their disdain for the current judicial system here in America. Uh, he was one of those who put himself out there, supported teammates like Malcolm Jenkins. And I think that's why he's so endeared, especially in the age of social media, because people see how genuine he is. And he isn't afraid to put himself out there uh, and he knows he's going to take shots. He knows Fox News is going to come after him. He knows that the social media mob is waiting on the outside to attack him. He doesn't care. He wants to, he follows his convictions. And I think that's why you saw so much outpouring love for him over the weekend when he decided to retire. Yeah, and, and that's all fine and dandy, Travis. But let's, I mean, he is outspoken, most importantly, though, about artificial intelligence and robots. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's very aware of, what robot technology could mean to the future of the human race. And so I pointed out on Twitter, I hope that he leads the resistance against <laughs> who better person to follow. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a guy, that's I a guy, agree. that's a guy I would follow. I would follow He's like a real him. like John Connor. <laughs> yes. His dad, his dad is one of the best, uh, I don't know, pregame. What do you want to call him? An analyst or yeah, whatever analyst. he is. But he has some personality. Analyst, yeah. His dad was a, a collegiate boxer and talking about uh, hot older guys, Tommy. Look up Howie uh, Long with the flat top and everything. But he did movies and stuff, too. He was in movies. Do you think we'll see Chris Long take a route? Or does mm. he do the ultimate Chris Long thing and just kind of ride off into the sunset and enjoy himself? I think he... Here's, uh, here's what I would do. better for it if he does. Here's, if, look, I, I think... If I'm ESPN, he's one of those personalities where I would consider maybe giving a late night talk show to like get him in a panel of his friends, celebrity friends. And they talk about what you just talked about, Gardner, AI. They talk about things that, you know, guys sit around would be cool. That yeah. would be good. But I think yeah. he would be good to have his own brand. And if I'm Fox mm -hmm. Sports, if I'm ESPN, I wouldn't just make him an analyst. I'm not, I think we know he can talk football. I think what's interesting about Chris Long is that when he talks about things outside of football, yeah. and I would try to create a platform, whether it's the Deadspin or Barstool or whatever it may be, where he gets that opportunity to just talk that. Now, he's a family man. Uh, he loves his vacation. He loves traveling for his Water Boys projects. So I don't know if he wants to kind of commit that type of time to doing that. But I think if he wanted to do anything, whether it's in Hollywood or media, the sky's the limit for a personality like Chris Long. Mm -hmm. Podcast. Just do it himself. Do it from Virginia. I, even, I, I, I think the guy like podcast, like, I think he's bigger than that. I think he's the kind of guy that honestly, if, if I'm Hulu, Netflix, the new Disney Plus, whatever, the streaming service, He's the kind of guy where I would tune in and watch a talk show because I know he's going to talk about things in a way that is relatable to me and people my age. And people my age, we spend a ton of money on media. So I would go beyond podcasts. I would absolutely find a form where he can bring his friends on the show and they can talk about anything. 
and and I see him do. I do see him having some. I don't know cameos or something like that, like Howie Long did. I mean, we we're seeing him right now. He's been doing recaps of every Game of Thrones episode, mm-hmm. so he's into the entertainment part of things. So I can definitely see him, you know, transitioning somewhat. I don't know in what capacity, but he definitely has. It seems the a little, at least a little bit of passion to discuss those things and maybe involve himself in the entertainment part of, of you know, it's just things outside sports entertainment. Anything to keep him. He's one of those few rare athletes, though, that you actually want to follow their career now yeah, that they're done. I agree. Most certainly. Anything to keep him growing. It is because, again, people like him, whenever they have this long train of projects, that means every little bit's going to go to something that you deem as a good thing locally care to learn when you inv- amazing yeah. when amazing charity when you're investing with. in him you know you're investing in things that are good because it's not yes. just in him it's what he's going to do as well with what you're investing in him so you feel good about investing in him then so i mean it's it's kind of a circular thing that i, I don't see a negative to it and look we're not inside their household all the time but i have to get you have to give credit to howie long and his amazing wife that they've raised like incredible boys that not only were amazing athletes but just amazing human beings and i would imagine that's not easy to do when you are howie long the face of the oakland raiders you're playing Mm -hmm. football the commitment that that requires and for him to still not only be the family man that he was but raise boys that became what they are that's a credit to him and his wife what a job well done these guys are not only just amazing athletes, but they care about their communities. They care yeah. about the cities that they play for. And again, um, if you if you talk to any of their teammates, everyone says those guys are the first ones on the front line to protect that locker room, to protect the face of the organization. They've always been team players, and that says a lot about who they are as people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love that, and I wish more people would uh, follow in his footsteps or at least – get it the way Chris Long does. Uh, Another local story yesterday, uh, I think this means a lot for the local uh, entertainment and uh, bar budget economy. Uh, Mm. Your St. Louis Blues, Travis, won yesterday 5-0, making it uh, one game until they uh, can make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They went up on the Sharks. They can bring it back. They can end it here in six games, and they'd go on to face Boston, Bill Burr's favorite team, this could be uh, this could be a lot of fun, man. This could be interesting, and I think you should fly home to uh, <laughs> I, I, to lead I, the charge. I, that's impressive that you were still able to make that about all things comedy. <laughs> you were able to. Take it. He, had pretty, he had a pretty he had a pretty timely tweet yesterday. He just so yesterday during the Blues game, I was impressed too because I don't watch a, a ton of. I sat there and watched the whole game. There was a penalty shot, which is one of the most exciting. Disney moments in a freaking sports game and De- Vladimir Tarasenko nailed a penalty shot and it was just an absolute just scorcher and Bill I Burr tweeted out Tarasenko in like oh boy face so that was a pretty big tweet yesterday which is why I brought that up <laughs> I, saw, I saw that so I brought I brought Twitter into it wait, as wait. well Tommy you watched the hockey game. I watched part of it where were you oh, I was at my house Really? I stayed at home. His dad sat him down and said, I'm going to make a man out of you yet. No, he was asleep. Uh, <laughs> we had been driving all night. Uh, so it was just on the TV, and I remote was too far away. So mm. I watched the hockey So your game. laziness 
allowed you to watch and the then, hockey game. And then is is it was there another one where like Tarasenko hit it to like the G dude, the guy with the G last name, and the guy with the G last name knocked it into the goal. The G. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you trying to say Jaden Schwartz? Chris. Maybe. Who who hit all the goals yesterday? Oh, who hit no. all the goals? Oh, no. <laughs> there was five of them, right? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Jaden Schwartz had had uh, it was three. Probably, it was probably him. Because Taron Cinco knocked it to him, and then the other guy who? was like, boom. And then he hit the goal? Taron Cinco. Taron Cinco. And then Taron Cinco. <laughs> Tarantino. It's, it's Tarantino. I was He's say, Quentin Travis, Tarantino. You... Son. We may, get a, we may get a paragraph of the week, and you guys can split it. <laughs> yeah, his name is Vladimir Tarantino. Boom. His father is uh, Quentin. He hit it to Jay Schwartz, and mm. Jay Schwartz was like, all right, and knocked it into the goal. And I was like, ah, I'm going to talk about this on the show Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, went great. Jesus. This is great. And then Jesus. Friday night, Friday night, I watched the game at the Halo Bar uh-huh. uh, for a little bit. That was cool. I saw the goal that they made there. We, boom. Yeah, it's been a hot mm. type weekend. Yeah, it's good analysis. Oh, what, what do you guys this think? Is not of a bad breakdown. Travis, you're probably going to have uh, a negative uh, spin <laughs> to this. There were ten thousand people watching the game at the Enterprise Center yesterday, just watching on TV. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Travis is upset. Go ahead. No, I'm not upset. Good for them. I'm glad everyone got out to the Enterprise Center. It was a huge win for the Blues. Uh, they are one win away from making the Stanley Cup Finals. For the first time in their franchise history, this is the closest they've been since the early '80s, Gardner. Um, well, they've been to the Stanley Cup yeah. final before. So when was the last time they went to Stanley Cups? Nineteen sixty, like seventy like or something like that. They mm. went first three years of their out. existence, um, but never won a game in the Stanley Cup final. So they're like the Kansas City Chiefs of of hockey. Yeah, they people went used when to no say, one was alive, and yeah, Chiefs have won. A haven't Super been Bowl. back since. Uh, I, are they more the Cubs? Well, the people used make to, it very here, far. Here, here's the one I used yeah. to like. People used to okay. say the Cubs, but the Cubs had won they before, had, but it was won. a long time. Yeah. I always thought that the Astros analogy was more apt until recently, well, where the sense. Astros kind of came in, you know, it was expansion and just had gotten close, had even been to a World Series, but it just didn't work out for them. They were the Astros. I thought that analogy fit more until, of course, you know, they, they get a – a World Series title there several years ago. So, the I don't know who they are. Of, Maybe they'll be yeah, like they're the on the Astros. verge of finally. They're on the verge of finally ending that important drought. I think they are one of the last few North American sports teams that have not won a Stanley or won a championship in their league. Mm-hmm. And so, this would be a great opportunity for the Blues. This year is, has been really fun to watch. Tuesday night's going to be crazy at Enterprise. I would imagine that roof. Like it's gonna go back to the days of the Checker Dome, I would imagine, on Tuesday night. Well, like gonna... That place is just gonna be bonkers, and they're gonna do whatever they can to finally put the Blues over the top to get to the Stanley Cup. It would be really cool to witness that. I hope they are able to close it out because I would hate for them to have to go all the way back to San Jose. Especially, I don't think Blues fans can handle that. So if they can put this series away on Tuesday night, that'd be great because I think the fans and that organization, guys like Bobby Plager. Uh, who is just an icon in this city to, to have that opportunity to to finally celebrate with this organization. There are so many people that have been a part of this organization for a long time that haven't had this opportunity. So to be able to close it out at Enterprise on Tuesday would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fans of the St. Louis Blues and big fans of delivering healthy food to your pets, Tommy. 
Pet won St. Louis West. Don't you ever forget it. They're huge fans of the Blues. Big fans of, uh, of yours as well. When you yes. use them, fresh, local, delivered, that's Pet One St. Louis West. You can, de- you can deal directly with the owners, Lynette and Nick. They care about your animals, theirs, and everyone in the St. Louis area. They want to let you know they're supporting the Blues, and they're supporting you by delivering healthy, fresh pet food to whatever location works for you. Check out Pet Once, St. Louis West. Dot com for more information, ingredients, events, everything. That's right, Pet Wants St. Louis West. No, I'm excited about the whole thing, and I hope it's uh, I, selfishly. I want it to uh, wrap tomorrow night, so nobody has excuses about Thursday's big comedy show. I I don't want to sound like a dummy, uh, mm. but I mean this question genuinely. All right, is um, is the Stanley Cup like the World Series? Is that an app? Mm-hmm. That, okay. It is yeah. an object. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It okay. is the trophy that it's you win. Same thing. It's like so the Lombardi the trophy thing. or the World Series. Okay. It's not the same thing. It's similar. Yeah. I can't it's wait similar. to see the Blues win the World Series then. There it is. We're going to do you. it. And mm-hmm. Travis, if they mm-hmm. go to Boston, you can just go see them there because it's only like 20 miles from New York, right? I think that's how it works. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will hop on one of those buses. Yeah. And make my way over to the hockey venue where the Boston Bruins play to watch some Stanley Cup hockey. Yeah, no, I'm very that. excited. Even here in St. Louis, I am very excited to be able to to cheer on the Blues from all the way here in Brooklyn. I I really hope Tuesday uh, happens. I really want it to happen in St. Louis. I think they deserve to happen for it to happen again. And like we we talk about some of the great alums. We talk about guys like uh, Terry Ake, who has been um, just a sweetheart to people like us who are stupid when it comes to hockey. We know people like Cam Jansen, who uh, is very, who of course still covers the blues and is rooted in the hockey community here in St. Louis. I, I just want that for them because these folks are so genuine and committed to this organization and committed to this fan base. And look, this fan base has been through a lot, man. We've had some, some horror show freak show moments when it comes to blues hockey, especially in the playoffs. And so if they can just finally just get there, I would love to win the whole thing. Don't get me wrong. But I think getting there would be a huge monkey off this organization's back. And considering, again, where the season was five, six months ago, for them to be in a position to be one game away from the Stanley Cup final, that is insane. And then think about the storylines in the Stanley Cup final. you got your former captain, mm-hmm. uh, Bacchus, you're going up against, uh, waiting for you in Boston. And so I'm sure – the guys would love an opportunity to play against their old captain. So there are so many cool storylines should the Blues win on Tuesday night. I, I completely agree, and you've got the Boston-St. Louis thing, which uh, has not been very fun for St. Louis on the baseball side of things. No, but not at all. Anytime yeah. Or the football can, side. Yeah, or the football side. Great point. Anytime you don't you can, have football anymore. Thank you for that yeah. salt in the Good wound. Good point, Tommy. It, it just hurts. Uh, no, I think it's XFL. I, I think it's interesting, and obviously we're St. Louis people. So, <laughs> Travis, as a New Yorker, do you hate all things Boston? Will you just lightly align your allegiances to St. Louis to root for the scrappy team? rather than your mortal enemy in a Boston sports team? Well, I think that the excitement for me actually doesn't have to do with my current New York ties, but knowing that Boston and St. Louis fight it out year after year as who's the most racist city. So it's going to be fun to see who comes out on top. As an African-American, I'm trying to see who is going to, where are they going to host the next Republican National Convention? Where will alt-right post up and have their, their weekend I'm curious, Alabama. will they choose St. Louis or will they have Boston? I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. 
what what if sometime down the road like the republican convention comes to st louis travis i mean that's a good thing for the city though right the the bars i would imagine they would certainly benefit from that chris can you tell us more about it economic growth (laughs) gardner gets it i don't need to tell you jack uh i do know that uh Chris Davis tweeted he was uh, enjoying some uh, time at Southtown Pub. Oh yeah, over the weekend we do comedy was there he now? every week. Yeah, so people are catching on, pal. Spending his first Saturday over there. Mm, mm, I saw mm, the mm. tweet. Poor guy can't even tweet out he's enjoying a place without a bunch of dorks being like, "Well, we do stuff there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say dorks, I mean me. Hmm. All of us really. He's the yeah. biggest dork in this room. Am uh, I right, guys? Look out! Am I yeah. right, guys? Get him, Tommy. Get him, there, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you a dork. Oh man! Ooh, damn! I was, I was. Damn, you getting dumped on, Tommy? Where'd you go this weekend? Yeah, <laughs> you went to Nashville. I'm sure you didn't go to Memphis. Yeah, I'm for sure. Oh boy! <laughs> look at that picture. That is awesome. Again, Rob Lowe. God, Tommy, I'm so proud of you. Tommy. I look awful in that. Are you picture. hiding your boner? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. I had to tuck it to the left. <laughs> Why does Rob Lowe look younger than you? Yeah, that's a strange thing. Guys, you could see his he ass. He is in great in the, shape. You could see his yeah, ass can, through that was, shirt. That was yeah, like a regular fitting shape. shirt. Uh, oh, boy. It was you, great. Chris Dem, do you think he would have got his arms around you? What's that? Oh, no, he could have, yeah. Rob? They were. They were think, okay. Oh, he yeah. could have had the strength to, but no, I'm, they still, got him, I'm still a bit rotund for his frame. He, he got him around my dad, and my dad, although he is more muscular, is bigger than Chris. So he could have definitely got him. Damn, no- Chris. Did that need to be noted? <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Uh, Damn. Sorry. Quick reminder, fair or foul, social media accounts for pets. You can win 10 bucks to Southtown Pub. Email us, wall at weareliveradio.com to uh, jump onto that. Before we get into the Great American Race, quick note that we needed to talk about. Guys, we missed a huge event in St. Louis. Gardner, thank you for letting us know this. Oh, yeah. Rascal Flats performed in St. Louis. Travis, I'm upset with you. Excuse me? How did I miss Rascal Flats in the Lou? Yes. What a poor choice. Where did they perform? I don't think we missed anything. Where were they performing? They were Riverport. Riverport, as we call it still. Yeah, and especially when Rascal Flats I thought Sammy Hager had dibs on Riverport for the summer. Yeah, he might. He's got a residency. Maybe he's maybe he's subleasing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a Sunday midday show. I'll, I'll lease some time. Yeah. This, so, so Rascal like, Flats was out in the Riverport. I would imagine that bad boy was sold the freak out. Yeah, and I, I guess they hit. I forgot it was on Friday, and I'm on social media on Saturday, and we we're having bad weather, and I see, you know, the, the Twitter account for that facility tweeting out. Yeah, we're going to cancel the show. And I'm like, oh, crap, was that Rascal Flats? Mm-hmm. Not knowing that it was the previous night. So I was a little worried that there were going to be some angry Rascal Flats fans, but apparently, uh, you know, they got it in. Nothing nothing terrible happened, it seemed. Nothing in the news, like I from didn't... the Dave Matthews Band concert. So What know. happened there? Oh, they uh, found a dead body under suspicious uh, causes, it seems. Yeah, it's Are you Dave serious? Matthews yeah. Band. Yeah. Like How a... did you see? Did you know about <laughs> this? I, yeah, it's... it's... <laughs> Makes I haven't. Sense. I, I haven't followed up over the weekend to see if they made any uh, inroads. It was from someone that was attending the concert. It's probably yeah. a sacrifice. Oh my god! Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about Happy this. Happy Cocktoberfest, everybody! Yeah, jeez. After Do the. You guys like Rascal Flats? That's what I want to ask. 
Tommy. Yes. Damn, I should change my Great American Race story now. I didn't right, know I anybody leave. died I'm at sorry. a Dave Matthews store. <laughs> Somebody known, died? Damn it, that's... had I known someone died at a Dave Matthews concert, I would have absolutely made that my story. <laughs> Shoot, I screwed up. That's it, horrible. And Tommy, you ask, you guys like Rascal Flatts. So I mean... Life is a highway, I want to ride it. I can't tell if that's Chris or Travis. That, that is Travis. All right, I genuinely Thank thought you. it was this guy. Right you here. better get on board with Pascal Flats, or we're gonna have a problem. Black sheep will leave. It's fine. Oh, oh see, that's the problem with whether it's <laughs> St. Louis or what. There's a connection that one of the listeners just texts Black Sheep says uh, his wife actually uh, knew the person who passed away. It was someone's father that was. Uh, someone's father. What did they have? A what? What were the circumstances? Uh, I just. Uh, I just know they listed it as suspicious. Well, you read it on the damn show, pal. So find out the damn circumstances. I'm reading. I'm trying to Google it for you. I'm the intern. I look up stuff, but I'm trying to tell you why. <laughs> Way I don't to own like it. Way to own it. Randy Trash, and so. Hold Man, on. I just I do not like Dave Matthews Band at all, and now I've, they've made me feel bad for this whole thing. I can't even. Oof, that's awful. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah, and I, so I, all right. Uh, sorry. Um, please hear. Please hear. Are seeking information on the death of a man who was found unconscious Wednesday at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater minutes after a Dave Matthews Band concert ended. The man, 44, died Thursday, apparently of a head injury. Oh no! Uh, police are investigating. Did somebody the attack him? Oh my! Death. Uh, so I wonder if he got like hit with something. That would sound. It sounds like yeah. It sounds like either somebody hit him with something, mm. or he got hit, or he uh, fell and hit his head against something. And the theater medical personnel were notified shortly after 11 p.m. Wednesday that a man was unconscious on the concrete pathway between the lawn and the house seating area. Police said. Oh wow! He was treated at the scene and taken to a hospital where he died. Police did not re. Uh, release more details. Now there is, um, is a bit of a it is a bit of a ledge uh, when you are between the lawn and the seating area, the general seating area. So I wonder, could he maybe have fallen, and uh, it was maybe it was a bit of a drop, and he hit his head. That's unfortunate. That's very sad. Well, Dave yeah. Matthews. And this was at the Dave Matthews concert. Did they did they release a statement? They, I, I can look that up really quick, but like there's, there's drinking at concerts, you know, they got the step crowds right. get busy after the show. I wonder if it was just like right. one of those things where he had a little too much and fell. I don't know. Very I mean, possible. I, I, I don't really make a habit of going out there, but I mean, would it surprise you if there was a small scuffle? I mean, too. No, I, mean, no. there's, I, mean, no, that's I think that's where I saw Rod Stewart. Rod but Stewart I would imagine though. No. On your list, huh? Oh, wow. Rod Stewart's better than Rob Lowe. He was, so I he, give you. There was a part where he was kicking soccer balls into the audience. That's his thing. They would, yeah, but they would hit the speakers and they'd just come right back at him. Oh, He'd knock him and they'd come back and they'd hit people in his band. It was great. Surprise! One and smash him in the face. It was really funny. He's got a good kick. I'm about to say, and also Gardner, I feel like you have a good Rod Stewart. Um, I like the faces, Rod Stewart. I like that. Uh, now yeah, I couldn't have tried anymore. There you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was good. I got this stuff. Mm-hmm. Personally, like I like. King. I like uh, Mike. I wish that I knew what I know now. There we when go. When I was younger. Can't get this in Brooklyn, can you, Trav? <laughs> he gets it on the subway. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think I'll, I'll, I'll get the, the best. I get the Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, just a quick comment from Jared in the comments says, Travis can't look that much like Darius Rucker and not be a Rascal Flatts fan. Mm. <clears throat> I know two Rascal Flatts songs, and they're as commercial as they come. They're not even their songs, I think. You've got the, of course, Life is a Highway. It doesn't. Um, that's not even their song. And then uh, what's the My Wish song they used to sing on ESPN? Oh, that's when ESPN just lost it for me. I was like, listen, I'm trying to <laughs> – I'm really just trying to catch a, small, a smart aleck recap with Stuart Scott yelling at a dunk. I don't need to is, – as is, is moving as cancer-stricken children are and raising money is a great thing. How did that song go, Chris? My wish, like that, there and then is. and then your yeah. a tear rolls down your eye. Tom Rinaldi and, walks in. Yeah, and... exactly. You're mid coffee, <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to see if the Cardinals hit some dingers last night. I'm not trying to if get Tom, real emotional. If Tom Rinaldi ever came walking my direction, like looking like he was going to come talk to me, I'd turn and run the other way. He's like because you're about Reaper. to die. He's a grim reaper. Yes, he is. It's bad. He is. Uh, it, it is. doesn't look like either. You did something with an, a, a, a former employee. If Tom Ronaldi is walking away, he did something with a former employee that was yeah. inappropriate, or you're about to die. Yeah, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Just, just go away from him. They Don't call talk it, to him. They call it the uh, Elliot Davis effect here in, uh, in, in St. Louis. They're like, oh, yeah. am I current on my taxes? Like, what is? Why is he here? <laughs> I understand none of these references. That's beautiful. Uh, he's a mm, he's a journalist in St. Louis with a segment oh, called. Don't Davis. explain it to the no. Idiot. I mean, going baby. way back, I don't understand any of these references. I don't understand why we do the show. Up until that commercial where they cry. There is that. Oh boy. <laughs> Happy uh, to be here. We've uh, we've got the Great American Race where uh, we bring up a couple stories, defend uh, different or attack different elements of uh, of race driven stories throughout the United States. Travis, give us an intro. How's it go? The Great American Race. Hmm. Hey, look at the score. So, Travis, uh, you're leading right now in the Great American Race. You each get a story, as uh, Chris said, trying to look, make the other's race look a little bad. We tally it up throughout the month using a credit score, as you can see here on the screen. 770 to 660, Travis leads Chris currently. Travis had a big week last week as uh, LaQuisha helped him out. Um, Chris tried to fight back, but could not. Uh, so he, he gave it a go, though, um, but he it's put him in a hole this month. We tally up the scores throughout the month, and whoever has the higher credit score at the end of the month is declared the winner for that particular month in the great American race. What you guys got? Who wants to go first? I, uh, I'll, I'll step up. Travis, you're a huge fan of, um, I guess, jumping on board whenever Drake helps your cause, correct? I, I I don't I don't want to say yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, once again, uh, Travis he picks his spots. We've seen that throughout the show today. We've seen it throughout uh, the last four years of this. Um, from Complex, are you familiar with Complex, Travis? He's good. It is a very urban magazine. It it is. Uh, Fans think a Taylor Swift and Drake collab is coming. Your boy, he jumps on every bandwagon known to man. Not only has he ruined Conor McGregor's career, not only did he ruin the Night King's career, now he's coming for Taylor Swift and he's trying to appropriate white culture, 
by leaning into Taylor Swift, stealing the show, taking any kind of credibility out of Jay-Z's hard work to get him up from unsigned rapper to star now. Drake absolutely devastating the hip-hop world. Kanye tried to take her down. It didn't work out. This is going to be very bad for everyone. You'll never see a Drake feature, album, anything worth a damn ever again. So undoubtedly, he's taking his great black art and ripping it from your hands because he's working with Taylor Swift. And this is very upsetting, and you should be upset. And this is probably like a 200-point deduction. This is just this is madness. Sounded racist. Is, I, I don't know what I don't I don't know what happened to Chris. I, something happened to Chris I don't over care the last anymore. couple of weeks where he's yeah, I think that's probably what it is. And what a pathetic display, especially since we all know that Drake is from Toronto, Canada. Uh so for him he's not even part of the African American community because he's not even American. Now, and so this. for you to continue to push Drake, a guy that has the same skin complexion as you, and try to make him the face of black culture is not only sad but inaccurate and i don't know why you keep trying to push this agenda also mm. taylor swift the blacks we don't hate taylor swift we just don't care about mm. it and so it's not like we will go out of our way to hate taylor swift it's that she's annoying and unoriginal I, so okay. again so if you want to get her. your money go get it but for you to now put drake in our corner in our category that's so sad drake is, yeah look i mean Drake is in your category. He is in your corner. No, he's not. Have you seen his? Have you seen his baby mama? His baby mama is whiter than you, Gardner. <laughs> oh yes, I've never seen a black yeah. man with a white woman before. Mm-hmm. And Travis, That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I just uh, over the last decade, I've just seen you go in for Drake, stand up for Drake, do all these things, and it's just it's disappointing for me to watch you crumble under these circumstances. It's upsetting. I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Me too. For, for, I, I don't know why you would think that, but that's that's. I feel bad for you, Chris. What exactly is your argument? My argument is <laughs> Travis, has stood, Travis has stood on the Drake. Travis has stood on the Drake pillar for the last four years of this show, and tear, tore down Taylor Swift in the meantime. So, in a publicity-driven competition that we take so seriously, whenever two worlds of Travis's collide. I need him to stand up and stick to his guns, and just like I thought, he slithered out and took the easy way. Drake hurting, hurting black artists by rumored to be working with Taylor Swift. It's just, it's embarrassing for the culture. Hey, Travis, do you think that song's going to be good if it comes out? Probably. Damn it. I was trying to help you out, man. But but here's the thing is, Drake, he says Drake rides a wave, that's you're talking about the wrong artist in that story. Taylor Swift rides the wave. If Beyonce does it, T Swift does it. If Drake does it, T Swift's on it. So you have the wrong person. The person that you should be chastising is the person that's from your community, and that's Taylor Swift. She's so unoriginal. She is what you folks consider now new country. And so she's teaming up with Drake. No, Isn't hip-hop he's right. You've accepted her no, into the hip hop. No, he's right because she jumped on the Panic at the Disco train because recently Panic at the Disco put out that new album, had three number one hits, and then uh-huh. uh, she made a song with him. But she's not new country. She's no, not that, that. that is wrong. Yeah. You are wrong about that. She, so, she, she started her career in Nashville. Yeah, but she transitioned out of that. She's, it's a hip hop. Yeah. She transitioned right around Red. So, I so she was to the one appropriate. 
but she was the one appropriating other genres then. She was well, the one that was that why would work with her. Why would who work with? He's not black. <laughs> you all you've done is sing his songs and uh, I mean, and bring him to the forefront. Because he's a good artist, I'm not because he's black. All you've hey, done, I'm comparing Travis. This, this is I read stories. I've seen internet rumors. Drake eat that ass. He black. Oh, what? Yeah. You all have lost your minds. I only knocked you 30 points. points off me, by the way, while he was talking. I took 30 points off total. Okay. What do you got, Trev? Well, I have a story that is disgusting, gross, and incredibly problematic. There is a story that was released by CBS News. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know how you guys can look yourselves in the mirror in the morning. Half of American adults using swimming pools in lieu of shower. Yeah. Now, before you go, oh, wait a minute. How do you know the racial breakdown? Oh, who are the people swimming in the pools? Well, it's actually a study that has been done over the last two years that show vast majority of people who can swim and who do swim are white. Now, what Gardner is showing here <laughs> on your TV screen Black children is actually, what you don't see above their heads is white people holding them down under the water. I knew you were going to say that. So you see, see the reflection? Yeah, yeah. I think you'd see their feet. Yeah. Yeah. Look at them. Trying to... Trying to drown black kids. They looked like they were having yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked like they were fighting for their life. <laughs> uh, but the story <laughs> suggests that when folks uh, don't shower, they decide instead to jump into their pool, sometimes the neighborhood pool, mm-hmm. in lieu of showering and cleaning. When dirt, sweat, personal care products, and other things on our bodies react with chlorine, there is less chlorine available to kill germs. So not only are dirty, nasty, disgusting, gross white people using the pool as their personal bath, they're spreading germs and disease in the process because they're too lazy to jump in their freaking shower. The report is based on an online survey of 3,100 American adults. It also found that 40% admit to peeing in the pool as an adult. Experts warn that urine reacts with chlorine, reducing the amount of the chemical available to kill germs. Mm -hmm. So the CDC has come out and has told your community that before you go swimming in pools, especially public pools, please take the time to shower beforehand. The fact that you are using public property to bathe and urinate has to be the most disgusting thing I've ever seen from a community. Chris, how do you defend this? Oh, easy. Small sample size. You chose a town no bigger. There's more employees two blocks away at Wells Fargo than the sample size you used, pal. And you're trying to put that on all of white America? So you are trying to do No, sir. Too small a sample size. Speaking of samples, how about some sample chemicals? pH increaser, pH decreaser, alkalinity increaser, alkalinity decreaser. Acid lowers pH while also lowering total alkalinity. 
calcium hardness increaser. You don't think about all these great chemicals made by the good folks at Bayer right up the road and put into those pools that strip your body of everything healthy and non-healthy possible so there are no germs being transferred. And the folks pictured in the photo that uh, Gardner brought to to the light Mm -hmm. can enjoy those pools. You, sir, are wrong, incorrect, bad, even if there's half the amount of chemicals in a pool that would possibly be there. It's still cleaner than... Flint, Michigan's That's water. Nasty, man. Oh, oh, see, now you're definitely going to go there, huh? Mm-hmm. You're going to go there? Mm-hmm. Ooh, take 10 points off, Chris. Wait, that that, that, I just said a town. Yeah, that that was I just said a town. That yeah, that was the trifling. But not only that, listen to this. A quarter of those surveys said they had go in a swimming pool within one hour so seven of people? having diarrhea. <laughs> and 48% said they never shower before it swimming. Cleans, it cleans the so, booty. So you so you found a targeted shot at a trailer at a large trailer facility in northeastern Arkansas where they did a survey and then you tried to apply that to the entire race of whites in America. You sir are a disgrace. That's upsetting. You know what? And, the and you're a big time swimmer. Chris, you love swimming. And, and the thing and the thing is, we have we have had done stories on this show of where we will show pictures of a black pool party and black people not be in the pool. So you know this survey wasn't about us. You know for a fact we don't get into pools. And this is probably a reason as to why, because y'all nasty ass getting in there without washing your damn crotch and your ball sacks. Now, Travis, I must point this out because uh, I I was waiting for this story. And I saw a Twitter thread on something in particular about this story (sighs) from Jessica Huseman. And Mm. uh, she points this out regarding your story. This survey was conducted online by a PR firm whose client is Big Chlorine. Mm, there is Big no evidence chlorine. supporting that. There yes, is there no is. evidence supporting there that. There absolutely is. The Put the evidence on the screen. Let's see I don't that. Have, I don't have it on the screen. What's I have the, it. You go to Twitter and look it up. What's the Twitter account? Jessica Huseman. Jessica Huseman. Thank you. Tommy, look that up. The PR the firm conducted the survey because they are being paid by this client to tell you that your eyes don't burn because of chlorine. They burn because of all the human sweat and shit in pools. Really. Which is very likely. We saw also a, a similar Twitter thread last week where, where a lot of white Twitter respondents acknowledged to not washing the lower half of their mm-hmm. bodies when they are in the shower. So... No, let's stop this. This is a uh, big white trying to dispute this survey that well, illustrates survey, that there are people in your community that are absolutely disgusted. There are, the survey was conducted. This is a fact. The survey was conducted by a PR firm working for chlorine. So that is a fact. That doesn't, but that does not change the facts. They didn't tell the people how to no, answer. No, this is true, but uh, this is not how Fox News works, Travis. Yeah, and I think tra- I think we've proven Travis. <laughs> What? I think we've proven Travis. And I learned from you. I say it and say it with confidence. Ah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But your facts, uh, they don't line up with this here. It doesn't gonna... matter who conducted the survey. It's the it answers that matter. It, uh, it can matter. Because you can, you can tailor the, uh, the survey to find the results you want. That most certainly can be done. Travis, I'm really sorry. Normally I'm with you, but this. Tommy, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the no, PR, Tommy, what do you have to say? The PR firm. No, Tommy uh, don't got nothing else to say. I'm looking at the thread he's put out, and 
the PR firm, uh, their challenge, it says, it's to improve chlorine's brand nationwide to preempt legislators and regulators from developing policy that promotes chlorine alternatives. So, so he found a story that's a puff piece to say people have dirty butts. It's not a puff, so people buy more a chlorine. puff piece if they didn't force Americans to answer the questions. The Americans volunteered these answers mm -hmm. and they were honest. Why are you punishing the chlorine company for because doing something responsible and alerting the public to the disgusting disease that's... that can go on in public swimming pools just in time for the summer to let people know that pocket. before you. Yeah. So let me get this straight. So y'all okay with people that look like you jumping into the pool that ain't showered, ain't clean nan, uh, underarm pit, ain't clean when I none, no butt crack, ain't clean nothing on their legs and clean their hair, you, you want to put pool? your children, your loved one, I ain't never peed in the pool. You know why? Because it's nasty, man. First of all, I have peed what in the pool. What is wrong with y'all? It feels great. Uh, secondly, I'll give you 10 points for not peeing in a pool. Secondly, I don't know if you have ever, this, this uh, thread made a good point. Uh, Travis, you have, let's say you have diarrhea. All oh, right. man. Let's, let's get to fair yeah. Let's just say you do. Let, let's end it. Would you, okay. Let's end it. I killed it. <laughs> All right. Not much change in the scores. I think actually status quo kind of just a little fluctuation in terms of total points. 750 to 640. Both stories didn't really hit this week, but Travis has a 110-point uh, lead when we head into next week. There you go. Thank you, Gardner. And that's it for uh, the Great American Race. Absolutely. Before we get to fair right. foul. Sorry, go ahead, Trev. No, I was going to say ghosts are real. <laughs> yes, wow. Are. You just earned yourself a ghost are real, Gardner. <laughs> I respect that, Travis. That, that's in line. Can you get 20 points for that? Uh, uh, Tommy, you're falling for it. <laughs> we'll do, give, I'll give him 10. We'll do some fair or foul. Quick thanks to uh, Getaway Carts, getawaycarts.com. You can customize golf carts. That's right, our golf cart sponsor. Big shout out to Joe over at Getaway Carts. Getawaycarts.com is the website. Hashtag customize without limits. If you're looking for a golf cart, you're in the St. Louis area. Maybe you need a fleet for your business. Getaway Carts can help repair or new or used golf carts. That's right, golf carts for you and yours. It's Getaway Carts dot com for the website also guys big thanks to st louis counseling services check out their podcast mental health matters it's counseling services for individuals and businesses throughout the st louis area since 1955 guys we've got fair foul and we had a poll today uh do we want to save the poll for tomorrow gardner i like that when we yeah, do, that. do that we'll do that we'll save the melee for tomorrow want to do some fair foul travis how's that go uh, fair foul. It's awesome. It's one of the most creative things I've ever came up with. It's now time for the people's fair foul. Ooh, there was. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for FAIR. We give it back to you, the people. Or FOUL. <laughs> I want to show you guys uh, Maze Williams, who is the lovely actress that played Arya Stark on Game of Thrones. She just tweeted out this. 
which uh, if you can see, just here for the memes. <laughs> well, that's funny. So she, she seems to be taking the uh, the response to last night's finality finale, excuse me, in uh, stride. Then again, if you were probably making as much money as they did this final season. I would be taking it in stride as well. I I hate that that we have to know that because we can't we can't truly be disappointed in it because we go eh at the end of the day it was a stupid series and everybody's happy with the money. No, I think people can be disappointed and I just I I think there are going to be people who are naturally going to be upset. There are going to be people who take it too far and there are going to be people who are going to be apathetic towards it. But I think it's okay for you to have a problem with the finale as long as you're not running up to Arya Stark and in public and hounding her about it. But yeah, I think it's okay. If you follow the show for as long, yeah, I know. Should I did that? I think it's okay though to follow the show for as long as you have and feel a certain way about it, as long as you just don't cross the line. There we have it. Wise words from Travis Terrell. Uh, I'm a wise man, Chris. <laughs> I agree. Uh, we asked you about social media accounts for pets. Fair. My pet beta fish, Francois, Beyond Grinder, all the time. Although my man did stumble on a profile of somebody called Brooklyn's Travi Trav do the do in my socks, my Francois could not swipe left fast enough. That's from TT's mm-hmm. Pink Eye. Are we are we comfortable with that? How are those flaming Cheeto Doritos? Is that what I called them? No, you called them flaming Cheeto Dorito Nacho things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Good job, Tommy. I wrote it down. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from Steve. Fair. Becky's got to let us know how Fido's doing somehow. Mm-hmm. You just say the word True. Becky and Travis is like, oh, what's it going to be? <laughs> it works on me, though, Becky. too. Because I can feel the excitement from Travis. Yeah, the heat <laughs> coming from Brooklyn. Uh, Gardner, who are you awarding the win to between the two? I'll go Steve. Yeah. Trav? Mm-hmm. I'll go Steve as well. <laughs> Are you okay? concerned. Are you okay? Say the name into the mic. Steve, okay. Steve, Steve has won $10 to Southtown Pub. Be sure to check our comedy show out there weekly, oh, everybody. My, my voice is cracking. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm, Travis, hope you have a great day in New York. I'm sure you've got some cool writing assignments lined up. Uh, yes, I have a class this evening, and we will be. Uh, we have a few new lecturers coming in today from a few popular kids' shows. So I'm looking nice. forward to uh, speaking with a few showrunners from some popular kids' shows. Is it shows Babar? This afternoon. It is not Babar. Mm. It is. <laughs> Are you allowed to disclose? David the Gnome. Um, I am not allowed to disclose, unfortunately. So. Sorry, Sign guys. a non-disclosure agreement? I cannot speak on that either as well. That's strictly fe- I'm rooting fellow for talk. you. I'm rooting for you, Travis. I'm here rooting hey, for Tommy, you. Hey, Tommy, thank you so much. You can I do appreciate what I can do that. Right. Oh, boy. I wouldn't go that far, but okay. <laughs> no, I meant that in Very a good backhanded. Way. Oh, extremely like backhanded. I like that a lot. Very selfish. <laughs> and you know what? Let's see more of that. <laughs> Anytime you can... Uh, <laughs> Mm, take mm. a dagger to Travis. Nah, man, I'm real happy for you. Yeah. I like watching this. Well, thank you, Tommy. I, I enjoy having you a part of the family. Yeah, thank you. This is very mm-hmm. confusing, and we'll have yeah. to get to more of this tomorrow. When uh, we stream live at 8 a.m., did you have an announcement? Yeah, they're, they're shorts. They're shorts, guys. <laughs> they're I texted not. them. 
I texted not. him. He said they were just oversized shorts. He's wearing man just breeze. oversized shorts. Uh, <laughs> oversized shorts. Get your tickets before they sell out. Marvels and Mrs. Mia this Thursday, Cranesburg Art Center Studio with Libby Higgins, Sarah Perry. Gonna be a blast. If you want to dress up like uh, maybe a character from Miss Maisel, I'm not gonna be mad. We'll have some uh, prizes to give out. Gonna be a hell of a time. Cocktails, drinks, a little bit of fashion and comedy. For Gardner, for Tommy, for Travis, yeah, getting his nose Gardner. picked by Gardner on the video. It's Chris Edmond live from Midco Studio in St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out to everybody for listening today. Thank you so much for all the support. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.